Welcome back to yet another episode of the Keep It or Change Cars podcast. My name is Gugu Masuku, your host today, and we've got two guests. We normally have two. We've got the usual suspect, my partner in crime, Michael Pursuit. Mike? Good to be here. We've got an amazing show ahead. I can't wait for you to No, we've got an exciting show ahead. We've got um, someone in the motoring industry who's made massive strides in the short time that he's been around, um, and he's just doing really, really well. You'll see him on social media. You probably have seen him on social media. His name is Nikki. Nikki Nash also goes by Switch Off. Is it Switch Off SA? Switch Off South Africa. Switch Off South Africa. There you go. He doesn't work for ESCOM. (laughs) Just remember. (laughs) Don't Switch Off SA. Don't attack him. No. (laughs) Nikki, thank you so much, brother, for joining us. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, man. So let's get into it, man. I mean, I met you, I think, was it two years ago at the Ford Raptor SE launch? Yes, yes. That was 2021 October. Turned to down October. He even remembers the month. <laughs> it was my and, first launch, so I have to. Yeah, so that's where I met this fine young man over here. And he was very, very new. Newbie, like he says, it was his first launch. And in that short amount of time, he's really, really grown in leaps and bounds and made amazing strides. Tell if, anyone who doesn't know who you are, who is Nikki or, or Switch Off SA? Who are you? Okay, so I'm going to answer that in two parts. I'm going to answer who is Nikki, and I'm going to answer who or what is Switch Off South Africa. So who is Nikki? I'm just a normal, regular person. Um, a car reviewer. Just regular. Yeah. Hum- humble dude. Yeah, yeah, a regular um, car reviewer for yeah. Switch Off South Africa. Switch Off South Africa is my own um, online publication, social media-based. So that's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. So it's everything cars, basically. My motto is showcasing what South Africa has to has to offer, mm-hmm. um, more especially because it's on YouTube, and YouTube is literally everywhere. It's not just for South Africa. Yeah. It's for people outside of South Africa. So my, my main thing is to show people that are not in South Africa what South Africa has to offer. Incredible, incredible. Now, for me, that is a beauty. Yeah, you got a young guy. Nikki, you're 23? 23, yes. 23. 23. Started uh, when 21. You mm. spoke about the strides. Mm. But look at how you're showcasing our country. I mean, you know I'm a fan. I'm not saying I'm a fan. I'm a <laughs> no, fan. He is. I'm <laughs> one of the 250 million subscribers that you've got. Maybe a few less. But I'm a genuine <laughs> fan. Love your work. I look at the comments. Just go mm. onto YouTube and see the comments. How often do you respond to those comments? I try my best to respond to all comments. Is it a lot? So that much? Yes, because sometimes it's different videos. Mm-hmm. So I need to tune myself. If they're commenting on a certain car, I need to be focused on that car. Sometimes it's so, sometimes I do miss comments, but the most important comments I do respond you to. Do respond. The cost of being famous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, I mean, you've got a passion for cars, obviously. Yes. Where, where, what were you doing before you got into this? And where did the passion for cars come from? Okay, so the passion for cars has always been there growing up because of he's my dad. Boy. <laughs> he's a boy. He's a boy. <laughs> Where does the passion for cars yes, come from? At birth. Mm. The, what's it, the X chromosome? So basically because of growing up, my dad. So there's two things, cars mm. and soccer. Right. So just to balance out, I'd be cars this side, soccer that side. My dad would take me to car shows, seeing Gushesha spin, all of that, and go to drag races. Where are you from, that. Nikki? I'm from Pretoria, but okay. originally I'm from Venda. I mm-hmm. grew up in Pretoria. Um, so that passion, um, has always been there for cars, but I moved closer to, to soccer because that is more accessible because you go to school, there's no cars at school because you can't drive at school, but you can play soccer. So it was more of a soccer thing until around about 2018 when I got an injury for soccer. I'm a groin injury. So I had to like stop soccer for like a year or so. And then I started. Is this in your matric year now? Um, no, grade 11. Grade, in grade 11 so I had right. to stop and then focus on 
then I started a YouTube channel. So basically then I was just attending breakfast runs, taking pictures and videos of cars I like. And then soccer came back into the picture in 2019 and then 2020 COVID hit. And then obviously because COVID hit, I'm at home, no soccer, nothing like that. Getting fat, you know the story. Well, not me, but yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, wasn't partaking in that one. So, and then I just started seeing more content of cars on social media. Like I would see, so I I also used to watch Ignition growing up, like heavily Ignition. So on social media, I would see my fellow colleagues posting what they're driving this week. Then I'm like, I was like, actually, this is actually something that I didn't know you could do, but let me just try it out. So then I was trying out as a hobby. Now it's more like a full-time job. But what I'm amazed by, and do not be uh, misguided, how many people try this, start it, and truly get nowhere? For me, the emphasis here is everybody had the idea that you've had. I mean, am I right? Mm-hmm. Well, lots of yeah, people have the idea. That's true. The way you've executed, the success you've achieved. I spoke about the comments. You've just got to go onto his channel mm. and see, I love what you do, bruh. Mm. Amazing. I can't wait for a new review. I mean, how does it make you feel when you read that? It makes me feel good because it shows how far I've come. Although That's it's amazing. in a short period of time. But if you look at one of my very first videos that I started, and now you could see that it's two different things. So when you look back, do you go like this? Do yes, you think, I do. how did I get it wrong? But it's no difference. You look mm-hmm. back 10 years and you say, bro, how were you dressing? Check it at hairstyle. Yeah. A little trip. I saw a uh, YouTube video that was sent to me and somebody said who does this sound like I said oh my word that is exactly Gugu Masuku <laughs> hey don't interrupt me it sounded exactly like him and I'll produce a Spike Valentine and then I go watch it and Gugu's got dreadlocks proper dreadlocks there's Gugu there's Gugu Masuku oh, wow. thin guy Very m- thin. massive weight 72 73 kilos yep. And wow. So yep. all I'm saying is, and, but you looked good, bro. You Thank did you. look good. But how much have you improved in the last five years? Insanely. Um, insanely. Insanely. Yeah, words can't explain how much I've improved. But you need to see the work. Let's go back five years. before. You, how did you actually crack it? Because like Mike said, a lot of people want to get into the industry. They look at people like myself and you now and say, oh, I want to do I've that. I've got a phone. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. about cars. I like cars. Yeah, yeah. How did you crack it? How did you get into the industry? So it's all about consistency. That's right. the main thing I always preach, consistency. Awesome point. So when I started um, my first test car um, in 2020, and that was the only car that I got that year, that year. So I got that car, but with no expectations of receiving another car the following week. What was your first test car? Um, a Renault Quid. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it started there, and then my second test car only came in end of January 2021. So I had set out goals for myself then that for the year of 2021, my goal was to get a test car, at least one test car every month. So in the whole year, I should get like 12 test cars. So with that reaching out, so what I perfected was getting the test cars, but because I know I won't be getting test cars every week, I need to find something to fill in the gaps of those four weeks in, in a month. Right. So I'd reach out to friends and be like, hi, can I review your car? And then friends would be like, okay, no problem, cool. Here's the car. They'd give me the car, drive it around. Some wouldn't give me the car. I would just take pictures and, <laughs> and do voiceovers, which was, which was fine for me because I was creating more content. So that just became a thing where my channel has like at least a minimum three to two videos every month. And then I actually got like 12 test cars by mid of 2021. So for myself, I already passed that... Um, and my goal for the year of 12 test cars. And then 
It's a ripple effect, basically. So somebody like yourself, Nikki, looking back, is there anybody, any brand in particular that you can say a shout out to them? Thank you for giving me a start. Yes. Shout uh, out to first test car. <laughs> <laughs> um, mainly, it's two brands. Um, Ford as, is one of them. Definitely Ford is one of them. and Ford are actually very, very, very close buds. Eh? I must be honest. Yeah, eh? so... If you're looking for a test of the Ford, <laughs> just go to change cars, go to his channel, yeah. you're going to find it. Yeah, so Ford mainly because they were there from the beginning. Okay. Um, although they weren't like my first two, three test cars, but once they found me, uh, they've always supported me throughout. So they gave me my first launch, that's one. They also gave me my first launch out of the province, out of the were country. You, were you nervous on that Raptor SE? Because yes, I, I, I could tell. I mean, he was a youngster. He was very, very fresh and new. And we, we were doing like, Proper speeds on gravel, right? In those Ford Raptor like 30, 40 k's an hour, a bit faster? Slightly faster than that, <laughs> much faster than that. And you you were still very, very new. Were you nervous on that launch? Yes, I was nervous because one, it's my first launch. I have no idea how launches work. Two, my co-driver was the PR at Ford at the time. It was Felix. <laughs> no, your co-driver was not the PR. Was so it not Felix Lindani? was sitting at the back. Oh, was he at the back? And Lindani was my passenger seat. Mm-hmm. So you could see that's my first launch um, with the guy that invited me to the launch, Felix. I'm a bit, you know, I'm trying to drive very properly to so impress them so that I do come back again. So, yeah, big shout out to Ford for that. Um, they gave me my first launch. They gave me, I um, also got a Raptor from them, like I think two months after that. And they also a brand that took me out of the country for the first time wow. for the Raptor launch in Namibia earlier this year. Nice. So Ford and Suzuki. Suzuki have been there since the beginning very like i think they were my second if not third test car and then after that as well they just kept giving me cars when things were dry suzuki gave me cars and they also gave me my first december car so but two exceptional products two exceptional companies Mm. what for me is just so nice is here is a young man who clearly the talent was identified ford and suzuki and you've run with it so mike you've got something that always intrigues you but we're going to talk about that in a sec. I've got many things that always intrigue me, but after the break, we're going to we'll reveal. talk about it. Cool. Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit changecars.co.za. So I look at you as a journalist. Mm. Not one that's higher or lower, mm. but I look at you as a journalist. You're a career journo. You I look at more as an influencer. And when I say an influencer, People look up to you. They want the videos. They want your opinions. Is there a difference between a journalist and an influencer? Um, yes, there is. So just to add on to what you're saying, I don't look at myself as an influencer. And you I'll do look, or you don't? I don't. Okay, tell and us I'll, more. And I'll explain why. So there's three things. There's a journalist, traditional journalist. And then there's what I consider myself, a car reviewer and a content creator. And then there's an influencer. Right. So obviously people know the traditional journalist, what they are. Car reviewer and content creator is basically what I am. I review literally every single car I can get my, my hands on. And then the content creator side is when it's social media based, where I look at doing things that are not usual. So if I get a test car, I look at doing night shots, day shots, um, trying to something that will make the car look good and pop. Influencer, on the other hand, you working, most of the influencers in the industry are working with one specific brand. So if they get a car from X brand, they have to stick with that brand okay. till a certain amount of time. And that brand will tell you what to post, when to post. Or stuff so are, like are they being paid? Um, I think that's... So some get paid, some don't. So you know with journalists, we don't get paid to get test cars. Sure. You need to find other ways to make money within the industry. Influencers, need, influencers look to get paid. So if you go to an influencer and be like, here's X car, 
um, uh, but I don't have budget for yes. you. They'll be like, no, I'm not interested because this brand is giving me yes. X amount. So I'd rather push that brand. So that's why I say I don't look at myself close to more. Yeah, that's fair enough. And it makes mm. a lot of sense. So an influencer is so to speak, biased. Why? Mm. Because I'm pushing a product that I'm paid to push. I've got mm. an agenda. You are marketing what a product is. Yes. I've test driven it. I thought it was slightly underpowered. thought it was slightly heavy on fuel. You are a car test person. Content yeah. creator Content slash, slash. Yes. Right? I humbly apologize for ever calling you an influencer. <laughs> if we offended so you, we're going to we leave apologize. it in the show, but we're taking it back. <laughs> so now, given a choice, Nikki, would you rather... You call yourself a car reviewer Co slash reviewer content slash creator. Content creator. Would you rather be that or a traditional journal? Obviously, you know the difference between the two. You know what we do and what yeah, that yeah. entails. Where would you, given a choice? Um, basically, what I am right now, car reviewer, content creator. Why? Because I've perfected that. Ah. So if I were to put myself into your shoes, I will not produce what Google can produce. Um, so I'd rather stick to what I know than oh, where, my where my strengths are. Because if I go into your shoes, I'm basically starting all over again. So I do not want to do that. I've noticed nobody said, would you rather be a motor <laughs> dealer, a platform owner? It's all about you guys. But Nikki, obviously, when you start something like this, you have people who influence you, literally, i.e. you've been on YouTube, you say this is how it should be done. Yourself, anybody in particular that you look up to, whether it be local or international? Um, local, I used to look up to Marius. Um, Marius Roberts. Marius Roberts. So he's, because he was on Ignition. So he's someone that I really used to look, look up to because of the way he puts out his content back then and the he way he speaks. Us. I don't you think know? he's coming back. Um, <laughs> and then overseas, it has to be Matt Watson from Kawa. He's someone that I look up to because of the way he's... No, he's, he's funny. So he makes the reviews different from the tra from traditional That's people. interesting. And I've got no issue to say it. I've always found Matt personally totally fake. Yeah, I look yeah, at yeah, it. No, no. I think it's concocted. I think it's fake. I think it's the same, same. Somebody like Doug DeMuro. Somebody like Vicky Butler Henderson. I don't know if you know those I know, names. I know, I know, I know Doug DeMuro. Tiff Nadell. Those are people that I can say to you. I watch them and I get the impression that it's not scripted. It is real. Old Matt for me as well. Um, I'm not a fan, not a big fan. I do watch his stuff. I'm not into dude. Listen, he's done bloody well for no, himself. No, no, he has. If but... he could share 25 million of his viewers with us, <laughs> I'd be very, very happy. No, but he's, for me, he's like a brat. Like, it's just, it's it's not cool to watch because unless he wins, we're going to race again and again and again. It's like, bro, like just, so, just, yeah. The, the thing why I like him is because he appeals to the majority of the people. So people like Doug DeMuro, you need to be really into cars to understand what he's saying, to follow him for passion. But if you just, just like cars, for example, but you're not really, you don't really know that the gearbox and the engine sure, sure. do X, Y, Z. Matt Watson covers that for you. He tells you what you'd like to know. You know, so he appeals to the general public because not everybody knows that the engine and the gearbox and all of those stuff are like sure, one, sure. two, three. So he, I like him because of that because um, he appeals to the general public. If you want to know something about those cars right now, mm. he's going to tell you about that right now whereas the rest you need to actually find out what does this mean and the terms you use as Matt Watson are more confined to you like sure. you can understand much easier without having to research and say what was he saying over here so that's why I like it because he appeals to the, to the general public and Nikki somebody like yourself guaranteed people look up to you you know what it's like to come into an industry have not a rough start but nobody wants to give you the time of day what would be your advice to somebody five years younger than you who wants to get into this industry? 
Um, basically, my first advice, my number one, would be the consistency. Keep the consistency. Okay. Keep the faith, because if you don't have the consistency, when you don't get a test car for three, four, five months, you're going to give up. So mm. I've seen people that have gotten one test car and then maybe no test car for the one, two, three, four months, and then get another one, but the the energy is not there anymore because they're not receiving sure. cars. That's one thing I need to say. The consistency. Second thing, don't look at what others are doing, especially your, Stay in your line. especially people that are like your age mates, for example. So if someone is the same age as me but not where I am. I would tell them, don't look at me and compare yourself with me. Ever. Because you're going to start saying, Nikki gets a test car every week. I get a test car once every three months. What is he doing right that I'm not doing right? So once you start doing that, you're second-guessing yourself. You're putting... So basically, if you're up here and I'm up here and you're looking at me, you're going to keep going down because sure. you're looking at me instead of focusing on yourself. It's okay to look at me and be like, okay... I can take a bit of um, admiration from what he's doing, nice. advice there, but don't compare yourself to someone else. That's something I'd say. And then just basically keep keep knocking on the doors. Even if it takes five years, keep knocking on the doors. And certain things won't happen as quick as you'd want. Um, my goals from 2021 till now, it might take you, for example, in three months. It might take you, for example, in 10 years. But just because it took you shorter, took you longer, doesn't mean give up. That is you know. the most incredible advice. But on that third point, you said about keep knocking on doors. I think there's an expectation on many people's part that I have a right. Yes. I deserve it. No, mm. you yes, don't. Yes, yes. What it is is a case of, like in your case, Ford clearly identified something with you. Can you imagine a brand like Ford? They must receive 30, 40, 50 a sure week. Mm -hmm. Hi, guys. I would love to become a journo. You and 2,000 other people. But interesting as well, me and you have had this discussion Always be yourself. Mm. We do the show together, all things motoring. Google and myself, other than we're good friends, we get on well. What have we got in common in our style? Very different, am I very right? Very different. Very, very different. I, and it's not, and it works. Absolutely. I look mm. at him, I love everything he does. But I can't be Gugu. Why? Because I'm not Gugu. Because you're not right? Don't even try to be Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Once it says leading insurance... Visit changecars.co.za and click on the discovery logo. So you don't get paid, but you've got an incredible relationship with the manufacturers. You've got a responsibility to the public. How often does it happen that you look at a car and you say, guys, how did you get this so wrong on this car? But you can't say to the member of the public, guys, this touchscreen is just way too big, way too complicated. So the best way to do it is say it politely, but constructive. So if you don't like something, don't say this is nonsense. 100%. Because you, don't be Matt Watson, right? Essentially. So say it in a good way, but say why. So for example, if the screen is too laggy, for example, tell it to your audience that it, it, it is laggy because it could have been quicker, stuff like yes. that. So you need to, the way you said it is very important. Um, punctuation as well. Um, there's no need for you to say something and, you know, for the lack of a better term, in a ridiculous way. No need to use the F word. Ever. Exactly. Ne never use swear words, for example, in like a review. It makes it seem very unprofessional and because you can use better words in, in, in that situation. So I do get caught up in that. And I, by all means, I always mention it. Even if it's Ford, even if it's Suzuki, whatever brand I'm working with, I'll always mention something I don't like. Because at the end of the day, if I don't mention it and you go buy the car, sure. you're going to be like, no, but Nick, you said that those cars X, Y, Z. And when you post it, it comes off as if I'm biased because of... So I always, doesn't matter the brand, I'll always say something I don't like. But that is the key, is how you get it across. You mm. take a car, got 10 features you're uh, discussing. 
8R superb. Step ahead from uh, the previous generation, better than the competition. One, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of this. And I've often used, uh, heard you say that. I like it, but I wouldn't say I'm a fan. Yes. It's all about the way you do it. Could be mm. yourself, when you are reviewing a car, is it the same thing for you? Look, it is the same, but I must say, um, in my earlier years, um, when I was his age, I, I was a lot more abrasive, and I had to learn to, to, exactly what he said, you know, balance it out, say it in a polite way. So that's where we are now. Obviously, as a journalist, I think there's more expectation on my side to be impartial and, and give unbiased Sure. Um, an unbiased opinion. Um, but it's all about balancing it out, you know. If there's something bad that I've picked up on the vehicle, bad or negative or I don't like, yes, mm. I'll say it in a nice way, but then I'll balance it out with something yes. good about the vehicle. 100%. So, yeah. So, as much as the manufacturers are doing you a favor by giving you cars, surely you're also doing them a huge favor, the type of feedback you give them, guidance, etc., how does that work? So with me, um, I do coverage reports. So basically, once I've gotten a car, maybe after a month or so, I do a PDF where I explain how the car did on my, my platform. Yes. So say I posted the car X amount of times, um, so many people like the post, then I'd put a link to my review so that they can see the stuff. Because obviously, if a manufacturer is giving me a car this week, they're going to give it to Google next week, they're going to give it to someone else the other week. So they can't keep track of what Everyone you're doing. Everyone except me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't keep track all the time of what you're doing so if i post a car they won't the pr manager is not sitting on her laptop or her phone sure. or stuff like that where they're like okay but nikki posted let me watch the review so they need to know that you're there so coverage reports are very important so that the brand knows that you still you still exist because it can happen that a brand gives you a car but after that they don't give you a car again because they didn't see any of your input so it's very important to always interact with the with the brand so that they know you're still alive that you know you did good work oh. then they take it from there. They like the content. They liked it. If they didn't, they didn't. It's just always about foresight. I must tell mm. you, I mean, I've said openly, I love Nikki's reviews. And you can see why. We've been speaking for close on 25 minutes. I mean, we must be pretty close to wrapping up. Very I want to ask you one question. Five years ago, you said your work was not close to where it is today. The next five years for Nikki. Mm. I Mm. Now, that's a very hard question. And I'm not I, talking I, about marriage, four kids, <laughs> and a house with a picket fence. I'm just talking career. Um, I honestly don't know because like you asked me two years ago, would I have been here? I would have definitely said no. So I honestly don't know where I, would, where I can be in five years time, but I do have um, some goals that I've set for five years time. So I'm hoping to achieve Okay, those. just share one, at least one before you leave. At least one while going overseas with a brand. I'm sure that will come in due time. Yeah, so that's that's my number one. I'm going like to China, India. You know, I want to be like a guru because obviously he has been to... Uh, you know, you've been to China. So, yeah, that's um, one of my biggest goals, like an overseas trip with a brand. Now, you've been in the industry. After mm. speaking to Nikki today, a couple of things I take out of it. Honesty, mm -hmm. integrity, mm -hmm. positivity, keep knocking on the door. But that consistency. Consistency. There you I go. I promise you that is the best guide you could give anybody. That's for the industry, Anything. for life. Mm. Just be consistent. Mm. Some people that I know, the only thing consistent about them is the inconsistency. <laughs> I thought you were going to say weight gain. but <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We've come to the end of another episode of the Keep It or Change Cars podcast. I hope you've gained value from it. And if you need any motoring-related advice, email us at podcast at changecars.co.za. We will do our utmost best to get the right people in studio to answer your question. If you need to buy a car, need to buy a bike, a boat, caravan, whatever it is, 
Get onto the Change Cars website, changecars.co.za, shop around, look around, and enjoy. For South Africa's best motoring content, catch all things motoring on DSTV Channel 189 and on YouTube. New episodes every week.